Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello and welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Katrina Fava. Thank you for being here. Thanks for tapping into the show. Thanks for clicking play wherever you are. If you're here live or in the future, thank you. I'm grateful that you're here. Um, what is Messy Adventures in Living? Is this the first time you're listening? Messy Adventures in Living is a, um, well, it's a radio show, but it's more than a radio show. It's uh, an invitation to come and play in your life, to begin living, to stop trying to make everything perfect and lined up straight um, to jump in and choose something, anything, choose, and then see what shows up, and then choose again, and then see what shows up. Even if it's messy, who cares? Let's get messy. Let's have fun. So much more can get created if you're willing to get messy with your choices instead of waiting for everything to be perfect and not choosing anything. So uh, we talk about all kinds of things here on Messy Adventures in Living, but basically that's what you're going to get, invited to something different, invited to a different possibility, invited to choice. Um, I'm Petrina, and um, uh, here's a little bit about me and how I play and how I show up in the world. Um, I am a mom of three kids. They are just about to turn 13, 10, and 6. They are a constant source of, <laughs> what's the word? They're a constant source of um, inspiration. <clears throat> That's not the right word. They're a constant source of pushing me into something greater. They're always making sure that I'm just a little bit uncomfortable um, <laughs> and I love it and I'm grateful because it pushes me into choosing the more that I know is possible. Kids are awesome. Uh, I'm also a registered nurse, a pediatric nurse here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I have been um, I have been working at uh, Toronto's Hospital for Sick Children for almost 20 years now and again inspired by families and children watching them choose things that are out of this reality, watching them often choose happiness when uh, they are in surrounded by things that this in, this reality tells us are impossible to be happy with and they're so inspiring and I love what I do every day and I'm so grateful for each and every kid and each and every family that has shown up in my life um, inspiring, me, inspiring me and showing me that happiness really is just a choice. Um, I also am an author. I've contributed chapters in three books. Um, the first one is called Creations, Conscious Fertility, Conception, Pregnancy and Birth. It's a book um, with a collection, with a um, yeah, a book of a collection of chapters from various authors, all talking about uh, a different possibility with fertility and conception and pregnancy and birth. And in it, I talk about uh, um, when I was I was introduced to some tools from a modality called Access Consciousness and um, lost a pregnancy and how I went on to connect with my body and embrace my body and be grateful for my body and create magic with uh, getting pregnant again and um, bringing my, my little man into this world. And the other um, book that I contributed chapters in is called Possibilities in Parenting. My chapter is called Toolbox for Bullied Kids where I share the tools of Access Consciousness um, to empower kids beyond bullying, um, beyond what we have decided bullying is in this reality. I love it. That's my most 
I am so proud of that chapter. I love it so much. And the other one is um, a chapter in a book called The Power of Releasing Judgment. So you can find all these books on Amazon.com or Amazon.ca. They're available there. What else do I do? I create a line of um, skincare products called Naturally Happy Body. I like to play with my hands in the kitchen, creating yumminess for your skin. So you can find uh, you can find NaturallyHappyBody.com and you can find me at PetrinaFava.com. Ah, I'm excited. I always feel like I can't talk fast enough for my for my thoughts on the radio. So I'm excited today because I have a great guest on, and we're talking about something that is so intriguing to me, and I can't wait to hear more about it. Uh, my guest today is Julia Sotis, and we're talking about the willingness to be demanded. So just before I introduce her, have you ever said these words? Everyone wants something from me. How can I keep up with all these demands? I'm pretty sure I said that five times yesterday to my kids. <laughs> Are you trying to create a business, a family, a relationship, wishing people would want you or your service while also resisting being demanded? I don't know where I would have got that from. <laughs> my guest, Julia Sotis, knows something amazing about what gets created when you are willing to be in demand. So, are you ready to be willing to be totally demanded? So, um, hi, Julia. Hi, Katrina. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Thank you. Welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. And, um, I'm really excited to talk about the topic today. I love the introduction to it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, can you do me a favor and introduce yourself? Because I went online to try and find a little bit of a bio about you, and I felt like it wasn't enough. Like, I was like, oh, it's not capturing Julia <laughs> from whatever <laughs> I know about you, you know? So do you mind telling us a little bit about you and who you are and what what you do and how you show up? Sure, yeah. Um, well, I'm a certified facilitator of access consciousness, and that has been pretty much what I've been doing full-time for the past five years. And um, I have a degree in sociology from the University of Winnipeg. I'm a good old Canadian farm girl from the prairies of Manitoba. Um, yeah. And I um, recently uh, got married on June 3rd last year, to my husband, Anthony Mattis, who um, works really closely with the founders of Access Consciousness, um, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. And um, Anthony had uh, a wonderful extra gift to give me <laughs> as part of our relationship, and he has three amazing, amazing kids. And they were a big part of um, the whole topic and the whole energy of are you willing to be demanded? So, um, yeah, so I've just, you know, I was always somebody who was asking what else is possible. And, and so many of, of the tools that I love to use in access consciousness um, were, you know, just very natural things and, um, to me. Like I just thoughts I had um, throughout my life before access. And mm -hmm. I just love the tools. They have taken all of my dreams and made them my reality. And, um, and so, yeah, I just have, I, I, I uh, do tons of online classes and telecalls and um, in person, um, I facilitate the foundation and the bars classes and some specialty classes in Tokyo and, and around the, I, I did Tokyo and then Canada and the United States. 
and uh, I'm doing a big European tour this summer. So, um, yeah, just just lots of facilitating and learning how to be a parent and learning how to be a wife, and and um, I'm having a great time doing it all. And it definitely takes the willingness to be demanded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm demanded in ways I couldn't have even imagined a couple years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I bet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I remember the first time that I heard about this, and I heard you talking about this, and you had, like, a couple of free telecalls that I jumped on. And it's really weird because, you know, you know, there's those things that you just hear. Somebody plants something in your universe, like it's one sentence, and you're like, oh, my God, that. That's the kind of reaction I had when I heard you talking about the willingness to be demanded, while at the same time completely not understanding it with my mind. <laughs> I was like, right. I don't know what the hell that means, but I know it's true for me. <laughs> it was so funny. Right. It was like, I can't get my head around this at all, but it's so real. <laughs> I loved it so much. Yeah. And so I think like I think I think part of the the, the head trip is the word this word demanded. And I think we have a million judgments or a million conclusions about what it means to be demanded. And none of them are good, <laughs> right? It's right. all, um, it's, it's so, it's so bad to be demanded. And like, oh, it's such a pain. People demand too much of us. And like, you know, when you're a parent and it's so demanding to be a parent or you have such a demanding job or you have a demanding boss and kids are so demanding. Like none of it is positive, right? None of it is encouraging. None of it is, um, a contribution to your life in this reality. That's kind of how we... Right. I I think that's how we look at it, or maybe I should speak for myself. That's how I've looked at it, right? So, it's, how, uh, it's how I looked at it, too, before I, I kind of turned it on its head, definitely. Yeah. So was it was it something that Gary said to you? Like, how did... Can you talk about how this um, started, how this got created? Yeah. Actually, it's a great question. And, and, and this conversation is sort of for people who have done some access consciousness and, and who haven't. Um, it'll be sort of a, a tap into, into the world of access. But I... Um, Go try to go to at least one class a month with with Gary Douglas or Dane here, um, sometimes two. And I I started realizing, I mean, when I came to Access, I made the choice to treat it like a university degree. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get my PhD and I'm going to study this stuff eight hours a day, which actually is more like 24 hours a day because I'm always listening to tapes and loops and queries. But I made the demand yeah. that I'm going to study this stuff. I'm, I'm like, there's, this is the most important thing to me. There's a career in this. I, this is amazing, amazing stuff that can help mm-hmm. anybody achieve their dreams really quickly. So I made the demand that I was going to treat it like a university program. And for four years minimum, but I knew it would end up being eight years, or it will be the rest of my life now, but I promised myself that for four years I would study this stuff eight hours a day, seven days a week. And I have. And um, and I'm not everybody needs to be that hardcore to get amazing changes in their life, but I wanted everything that was possible. And so I um, I would go to these classes, and then what I started to do was um, come home and take the tapes of the classes and transcribe them. And um, I uh, would do it for myself, and then eventually I started doing it and getting paid for it. But I would just do it for myself. I would come home and I would write out um, different conversations that Gary 
ordain had had with me so that I could like really, really get the energy in the deepest level. And then I would print off those sheets and I would put them up around my house and then keep reading them. And then it's like, because the energy was so far off, but had so much possibility in it that I wanted to do whatever it took to get versed with whatever that possibility was. So the demanded energy came when I was transcribing um, the pragmatic psychology class that Gary and Dave, or that Gary and Susanna Minnemeyer did in Chicago uh, hmm. a year and a half back now. And he and I actually have a couple, uh, have a quote in front of me from that class that I'll read in a minute. But that he wrote out the or I, I was writing out the things that he was saying about the willingness to be in demand, and he said that. Here, let me read the quote. You want people to see you, love you, hear you, care for you. Rather than realizing when you choose to be you, you will be demanded of with such intensity that it will require you to reach down to the deepest depths of your being and create and contribute things you didn't even know you had. And the chills went down my spine because I was like, (laughs) I just realized, I was like, this is everybody's problem. I was like, everybody wants to be the star, they want the success, they want everybody to love them, but they also don't pick up their phone when somebody they don't like calls, or they, right. you know, don't want to um, be that present with their children, or they don't want to, um, you know, it, it's like they want it in like this one little specific starstruck way, rather than realizing that you have to be able to to give and contribute everything in every moment of every day and realize that you don't have a lack. And he also wrote in that class, or I wrote, he said that if you have any sense of lack, then you aren't able to have true success because when you're totally in demand, you have to realize that you have access to all the energy in the universe and you have to continuously find new ways to receive energy to receive everything so that you can gift it. So it was like, wow. So I, yeah, I, took wow. One, I took these two sentences and I've made tons of classes and calls and clubs and probably will write a book and all kinds mm-hmm. of things out of, out of this, the, these few lines because I just realized it was, it was one of the crux points to having everything in life. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And so much of what you said and what you quoted and again, like there's something so energetically intense about it. And um yeah. you know, I I know yeah, and I've really like learned to let go of the the whole mind tripping thing and I've often done that too or like I just write things down and just keep reading them because I know there's an energy there even though it doesn't make sense in my mind. So mm-hmm. so t- can let's talk a little bit about the word demanded then. Like what do you know about how we've misinterpreted it? And what is it really, the way you're talking about it, the way Gary is talking about it? What is it really? Right. Well, I'm at this point, I'm sort of far removed from the way the rest of the world thinks about it. Like, it's hard for me to yeah. even define that. But, it, I mean, it, it is this sense of, like, you know, the being overworked or being overwhelmed or right. just having too much. And, and, and... The, the difference between that and between what I'm talking about, there's one key difference, and that difference is receiving from the universe. Because if you if, if you are that demanded, but you don't actually receive, you have nothing else to contribute. 
So receiving is the most important part of being demanded. You have to realize that you're part of the universe and you have to be willing to receive energy so that you can continue gifting and gifting and gifting. So I would say that in this reality, we would talk about being in demand as um, something we would like, but something we're not willing to work hard enough to do because we, you know, Gary also was talking about how we want our lives to be easy. And it's like you mm-hmm. can't actually have a life that's easy and be totally in demand and and create everything you'd like to create in your life. You can have a life of ease, but it's not yes. necessarily going to be easy. <laughs> so I yeah. think the big difference between this reality and what I'm talking about is just the willingness to realize that you, there's nothing that you lack and, and that when you do feel depleted or overwhelmed, it's like you have to, like I quoted Gary, you have to dig down to the deepest, darkest depths of your being and pull out greatness and magic and energy that you didn't even know that you had because somebody's demanding something else of you in every moment. <laughs> yes, I'm thinking so very much of for the week. At, it's not a topic <sighs> for the weak at heart. <laughs> oh, my God. It's only not at all. really, really want to create everything they know is possible. Wow, I love it. I'm so glad you're here. I love talking about this. Okay, so we there's I have so many questions. Okay, but we're going to take a break. So and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about demand and receiving. There's something that you said about receiving and being demanded that I want to talk more about. So you're listening sure, to Messy Adventures in Living on the Inspire Choices Network. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with our guest Julia Sotis talking about the willingness to be demanded. <laughs> Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 
815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. We are speaking with Julia Sotis, and we are talking about the willingness to be demanded. So before we went to break, Julia was just talking about um, how we have misidentified and misapplied this word demand or being demanded to mean something negative, you know, something stressful. Everybody's demanding. Everybody's asking something of us. Um, it's hard to keep up with everybody's demands. Uh, it's so stressful. And uh, um, the interesting conflict of you know, do you wish to have a business? Do you wish to have a family? Do you wish to have lots of kids? Do you wish to have an awesome relationship while also rejecting or resisting being demanded? And how the hell is that working for you? <laughs> so, so before we went to break, um, well, right, we were talking about re- you talked about um, re- two things. Two things I want to talk about: receiving and being demanded, and also the difference between ease and easy. So, I really want to talk about receiving and being demanded because. It's that's so out of the box, right? Usually when we think about being demanded, we think about giving. I have to give, 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 give. I'm giving to everybody. <laughs> My children are all asking something of me at the same time, you know. So but now you're talking about receiving and being demanded. So can you talk more about that? Can you can you just talk more about that? What is that? Receiving well, and being like, demanded. Yeah, I mean you have to receive in order to to have anything to gift. I mean, it's like the, yeah. the the kind of lifestyle or life or whatever that I'm, or possibility, I guess would be the, the better word. The kind of possibility that I'm talking about is it can't be done from a normal reality. It has to be done from the reality of realizing that you, it's like, what Dan talks about being you and changing the world. It's like only if you realize that you're a part of the universe. And I don't mean that in a metaphysical way. I mean like that the earth is asking you to contribute to it. That the earth is begging to let you contribute. That the earth is begging to let it contribute to you. That every molecule in your home, your car, your your world is begging to contribute to you. And we go around and we live in our thoughts and we live in our head and we go, you know, this is wrong with me. This is wrong with this. I don't have enough money rather than going, okay, so what is trying to contribute to me today that I have never received from? And you have to be willing to receive from the universe, from the world, from the molecules, from the people around you, everything that they would like to give from you if if you're going to be able to be in demand in this way and if you're going to be able to to contribute and gift to the world and to those demanding of you. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of, of um children because um so like recently actually interestingly, just yesterday, I was in this space of like, I can't you guys are all demanding way too much of me. And it's funny now because every time I have that thought since I've heard this you know, you talk about being demanded. And I'm like, oh, there I am again, not willing to be demanded. Oh, there I am again. Right. But it's this, it's it's this thing where like I can look at what my kids are creating with the demand. It's like they're they're um, 
pushing me, like you said, into more of the depth of my being. It's like we're, they're, they're pushing me to discover more of who I am. Come on, like you are, you are greater than this. Choose something else. Choose something greater. Choose something greater. And that's, I think, maybe <laughs> what I have been not willing to receive. Like, or maybe that's what people are not willing to receive. The gift in the demand. The gift in the ask. Because if people are demanding of you, it's that they're asking you, they see that there's a possibility for you to be something greater. Is that it? Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't think that when people are demanding things of, of Gary all the time, mm-hmm. they're like, Gary, can you be greater by gifting to me? They just want because they want. <laughs> ah. They just see that you're somebody okay. who has greater and can gift to them. I mean, it could be that, but I don't. I, it usually people are demanding because they want something greater for their lives, and they know that you're okay. somebody who can contribute to that actually becoming a reality. And mm-hmm. and um, but what will happen as a side effect, like you're saying, Katrina, is you you do have to recognize that you are greater and that you do have everything to contribute. It's like Dane often talks about how when he's facilitating. The stuff that comes out of his mouth is not stuff he normally thinks. It just comes right. out, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's like, I need to re-listen to my classes and and take my own advice so I can start living as well as I talk about. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind like, of that's kind of what it feels like to have a radio show, and you know too, because you do some ra- you do radio as well, and it's like I, it's kind of what it feels like to have a radio show. It's like self facilitation half the time. <laughs> uh huh. Totally, totally. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know where I would be without my radio show. It, it, it brought me. I mean, doing a radio show is actually way, way harder than it seems. <laughs> I mean, at first, it's a muscle that you build. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but there's a level of, of vulnerability I think that is, is um, available if you choose it. That can be so life changing. Totally, 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 yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah being oh, in that public forum. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, what do, can you talk? So, so you mentioned that you um, got married this year, and um, so can you? And I don't, I don't remember now. Like, did this whole demand thing start before or after you were married? And it doesn't really matter. But how has um, being married and having kids, especially the having kids part, changed the whole dynamic of how you know what you know about demand? Like, how has that changed all of this for you? <laughs> That's a really good question. Well, um, the the first demanded classes that I did were actually when I just started coming coming down to South Carolina and um, just hanging out with Anthony and his kids. And, mm-hmm. and um, it was like every time I put out a new demanded class, it was like, I would become that more much more demanded in my own life, and and I yeah. did I did Are you willing to be demanded? And then I did being demanded part two, and then I did advanced demanded, and then I did the demanded twelve months club. And at the advanced demanded level, Anthony's like, really? He's like, look at how because like, I was like, I can't handle it. I can't take all of this. I don't have anything left to give. And Anthony's like, you really had to go and. And invite everybody to advance demanded. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, and I was like, yes, but I can't do it. 
Um, but <laughs> so it's not been a graceful, it's not been very graceful along the way, but I've sure had a lot of fun doing it. But um, I think the advanced demanded class actually came like a week before we actually got married, which is when the the demand really took over. And I was sure. saying to Anthony, you know, sometimes like, like, like Anthony's wife, um, for um, my husband's wife, late wife, um, actually died almost six years ago this April. And and so I'm not a, like, stepmom, and then there's, like, the real mom on the other side of the suburbs, you know? Right. It's like I'm the mom. And there are right. three, like, the kids are, um, Aria is, is a girl, she's eight, and then there's two, the two boys are 14 and 16. So, um, and, and they're not like aloof teenagers, like they have, you know, they've been raised incredibly, incredibly well. And so they're very engaging. They're very demanding. (laughs) You know, they know what they want. They expect that I give it to them and, and they, they give back so much to me, but it's not, it's not this kind of thing where, where they're just teenagers doing their own thing and they don't really like their stepmom and it's like whatever. It's like, no, we are like a tight-knit family. We all lay in bed together, the five of us, and cuddle and talk about our day. And and so to go from being, um, you know, I'm 20, 24 years old, so I'm very, like, you wow. know, I was just starting starting my life and mm-hmm. and then to go to this is like, wow. So, um, I mean, I could not have done it without the access tools. There's no mm-hmm. way I could have because um, to 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 go from living alone to to being a full time mother of three really really engaging kids. Um, but it's been so awesome. Like I, it, they have, like you were saying when you were introducing yourself, um, Katrina. You know, they they. In, encourage I forget yeah you said inspire but you're like inspire is not the right word they demand that I become more every single day and it's made me a better facilitator um you know it's it's increased in my finances it has increased every area of my life and you know I had family members when I was moving down here say to me you know this is going to deplete you like there's not right. gonna be, you're not gonna have anything left, you know. Like, are wow. you going to like are you gonna financially give all of your money to the family and you know they're, you're gonna be completely exhausted. This is gonna lessen who you're able to be in the world. And wow. that was really hard for me to hear from some of my loved ones who were just trying to right. care for me. But it was like I knew that this was a light choice and I knew it's what I had to do. But all of these these voices and and people were saying this is just too much. This is crazy. This doesn't happen. This is not how things are done. And and so you know it has been. I mean, like you know to 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 you know Anthony and I have kept our finances separate. But um, you know just um, you know just coming in and contributing financially and, and just the, the walls that I had to that at first, it made me have to really look at myself in a really different way. And, mm-hmm. and it the kids have encouraged me to make more money and, and do better and, and, uh, and just be more present. And, and I really had to become selfless in ways that I did not want to become selfless at 24. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but mm-hmm. they're just, 
such amazing kids. They're so beautiful, and they've added such an element of beauty to my life, and I hope that I'm adding that back to theirs. And, and I just love showing them things that, you know, their dad couldn't show them, being a single dad um, and a full-time provider um, all at once. And, you know, just things like teaching Aria how to bake cookies and teaching the boys how to do laundry and, and going on different day trips and special places and stuff like that. Um, it, it's just, it's really been an amazing, very unusual situation where we've all become much, much greater people as a result of being in each other's lives. So, yeah, yeah it's been very full on and, and a lot of fun. And as a result of being willing to be demanded, right? Like, that's exactly it right there. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, what a great example of when you were talking about your family um, or people telling you, you know, this will deplete you. That's um, such a a common point of view, right? It's like the more you're demanded, the more you get depleted. And so what if that's not true? And what if the more you're demanded, actually the more energy is contributing to you and the greater you become? I so love it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we need to take a break, um, and we'll be back with more. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on the Inspired Choices Network. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's a choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Today, we're talking about the willingness to be demanded with Julia Sotis. Julia, is it is it 
Julia Sotis or Julia Mattis or both, or how would you like to be called? Are you Sorry, there? I was on mute from the break. Oh. Hi, hi. Um, <laughs> um, it's it's both. It's both. I, okay. I, um, it's both. Okay, I so we're we're I, talking I with Julia Sotis Mattis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can find her under either one of those names. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we were just um, coming back from break. We were talking about um, being demanded and what happens when you are the parent of three very, uh, what is the word you use? Um, engaged kids, right? I think that's what you said. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I, I laugh when you talk about it because I have three of those, too. Like, there's no, they don't <laughs> sit back. Like, they are engaged, and they're constantly pushing you to choose more, and I you know, sometimes I want to pull my hair out, but I am actually incredibly grateful for that. Uh, interesting how we put those people in our lives, right? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was looking at like your stuff online in your classes, and I found um, this description of the class, and I just want to read it because I'd like to like pick it apart a little bit and have you talk about it. Um, and I love it, and it's one of those things like we were talking about in the beginning, where if you start to like if you start to analyze it or try to make sense of it, you can't, but the energy of it is so awesome. Like, I just want to write this out and stick it up somewhere so I can read it all the time. When you are totally demanded, you are at the effect of no one and you are constantly becoming greater. When you are totally demanded, you know you have everything to contribute and you're willing to reach into the deepest corners of your being to always find more to gift, which is what you were saying earlier. When you are totally demanded, you get to choose everything in your life. You are at the effect of no one. Like, can I get a hell yeah? Like, that's like, when I read that, that's like, hell yeah. Damn straight. But, and my logical mind doesn't compute that because it's like, okay, so this one here, like, when you are totally demanded, you know you have everything to contribute and you're willing to reach. Oh, no, not that one. Uh, when you are totally demanded, you get to choose everything in your life and you're at the effect of no one. Again, a total mind boggle, right? Because we think that being demanded means that we are at the effect of other people, right? They're demanding of us, so we have to cater to them. But that's not it. Right. And and so can you talk a little bit about what that is? You're actually at the effect of no one if you're totally demanded. What does that mean? Right. Actually, yeah, somebody put a really good question in the chat room about um, mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. people demand of you, you're being controlled by them. And the opposite is actually true, or it can be true if you make a choice to live different. Um, but when you're in demand, it's like like and the phone is ringing off the hook or whatever that is when your kids are screaming and they need stuff it's like if you you have the choice to put yourself in the position I mean you're the one that has the things that they're demanding of you so are you actually at the effect the effect of them or are they at the effect of you and <laughs> excuse me that um, makes me go mwah, mwah, ha, 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 ha. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and and that's the thing. It's like you actually have to be the leader of your own life, and you have to be able to call the shots, and you have to be able to say when, and say yes, and say no, and say go, and say stop, and and it's always it's never out of you know um, meanness or malevolence. It's like you have to trust that you're always going to do the best that you can and trust yourself enough to be the leader and to create 
what you're going to create. And and it's like sometimes you answer the phone, sometimes you don't answer the phone, sometimes you give your kid the attention that they need, sometimes you don't give them that the, the attention that they need in that moment. It's like you have to actually be able to make choices in every second and 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 have the awareness of what's going to create the greater future for everyone, not just yourself. Right. So it's not actually about being controlled. It's about being the one in control of your life. And mm-hmm. and just because somebody's demanding something of you, it doesn't mean you deliver. It means that <laughs> it means that you have the choice to deliver what's going to create the greatest future based on what you know. Ha ha. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's so funny cuz I can I look at, you know, for myself all the places in my life where I've made it wrong that I'm being demanded of, right? It's like this is too much, this is stressful, I can't handle it. Um but actually the ball is in my court if I'm the one always being demanded cuz like you said, I don't have to deliver. That's awesome. You don't have yeah. to deliver. The ball is in your court. Yeah. You have something that everybody wants. So you are at the effect of no one. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. So there's a question in the chat room. Um, Eleanor is just asking, what does demand energy from the universe look like? Can you speak Can you speak to that? Well, that's a good question. You never, you're never going to demand anything of the universe. You can mm-hmm. only demand of yourself. And demand energy with the universe, like what I'm talking about is actually the receiving component, receiving everything that the universe has to give to you so that you don't become overwhelmed or depleted so that you have to reach in and find new magical things about you that you can contribute to people. And it's like, it's never cognitive. It's like, okay, this person requires this of me. Now what, not what, do I remember or what should I say or what cognitively do I know? It's more of a sense of like where in my being is this information and what's it going to take for me to pull it out and contribute it to them? So it's like it's a different way of being and it's receiving in a really, really different way and trusting what you know rather than trying to do it properly or cognitively or perfectly. It's like we won't be demanded in all these areas because we want to be perfect. And my husband mm. has always said to me, he's like, there's no 4.0 in parenting. And I'm like, <laughs> I will get a 4.0. I will. I've got a 4.0 in everything in my whole life. And, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's the willingness to expand your life but not have to make every single thing perfect. Because if you tried to be perfect, you would destroy yourself. Yeah. Oh, you create nothing except crap. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. That's so, so great. So, yeah. So, it's just, it's a, just a different, it's a different way of being in the world. And it just, it does, it it requires a level of of presence and commitment to to being everything you can be. Like you can't be demanded in this way and half ass your life. You have to be one hundred percent committed to your life and you have to be one hundred percent committed to creating a greater future for you and everybody else. Those are you have to have that if you're going to um you know, live in the world this way. 
Mm-hmm. And that kind of takes me back to what we were saying at the beginning of the show about the difference between ease and easy. And so, you know, and I think that's something that we get so confused. So, you know, access for anybody who doesn't know, <clears throat> um, access consciousness is a modality that really shows you that you can have ease, right? One of the mantras, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And it's like, we bought this lie that life has to be hard. And what, what if it doesn't have to be hard? But I think it can easily get twisted, and I know I did in the beginning, is like, oh, that means everything should just be easy. And there's a difference, right? Like, it's not that you just ask, you just ask the universe and then you sit on your couch and you wait, right? Easy doesn't mean there's no work involved. There's a difference between ease, you know, having things come together with ease and waiting for things to be easy. Can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, well, when you want something to be when you want something to be easy, you're not willing to do whatever it takes to create a greater future necessarily. Um but you know, I was just I just got back from the seven day in South Africa with um Gary Douglas and and the main premise of that class was with everything that you ask, you wanna ask what future is this choice gonna create? Everything. Because if you always include the future in each choice, when the future shows up, it's something that you've consciously asked for and something you desire. And so um, easy doesn't, I mean, you want to, you can ask for ease to, which is an energy, which is a lightness. You can ask that to be present with you in every area of your life. But sometimes, um, you know, busting out of these limitations and cre- creating yourself as the person you want to be in this world, it's not always easy. You know, it's not easy to right. give a speech in front of a thousand people for the first time, necessarily, for most people. But it's like you can ask for it to be as much ease as possible, which is very, very different than asking it to be easy. Yeah, and I think we misidentify um comfortable, like easy and comfortable. And we think that change is going to show up in a way that's comfortable. And so when it's not comfortable, then we're like, oh, well, this is not the change. You know, change is often really freaking uncomfortable. And I mean, if you're not willing to go there, as like you said, if you don't make the demand of yourself to go where it's uncomfortable, then how can you create yourself greater, right? If you stay in comfortable, it's just more of the same. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. some of the most uncomfortable times of my life have been followed yeah. by the greatest change. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. For sure, for sure. Okay, one last break, and we are going to be back with Julia Sotis, Julia Mattis, talking about um, the willingness to be demanded. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? 
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a Bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking with Julia Sodas, Julia Mattis, about the willingness to be demanded today. We're just down to the last, like, five and a half minutes of the show. But I just, Julia, want to ask you two things. Um, I want you to tell us about what you have going on um, in, in regards to this, how we can have more of um, your facilitation around being demanded. and all. But also, um, can you tell us what is a question that we can ask ourselves when we see, when we know that we are unwilling to be demanded? So access consciousness this is a modality where, um, y- you know, the idea of asking a question creates something greater, opens a door to possibility. So what's a really good, what's one really good question we can ask around the willingness to be demanded? That's a great question. Um, I, I actually have a clearing statement that I could give you guys. Cool. Um, and it. I looped this clearing statement for a long time, so um, I highly recommend looping it. Um, it it'll change your life very quickly. Um, so... The clearing statement is, what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never fulfilling demands that keeps you from demanding anything of you or anyone else? And everything oh that God. is, times a million, will you destroy and uncreate it all? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right now, I'm getting bad. All nine, Pock and Pod, Shorts, Boys, and Beyond. Oh, that's so good. Um, I'll repeat it once more. What have you made so vital, valuable, and real about never fulfilling demand that keeps you from demanding anything of you or anyone else? And everything oh. that is times Godzillion. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. Ah, uh, so good. So for anyone who's wondering what that weird collection of words is, it's the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can find it. It has its own website, theclearingstatement.com. It's weird. It's wacky. And it works. Like, just like all the tools of Access Consciousness. I love them. Yes. So, <laughs> okay. So tell us quickly about what you have going on. I noticed you have like a 12-month demand club um, happening right now. How can we find out more about this? Yeah. Yeah, the invitation is still open for people to join. Um, it's an amazing, amazing club for people who are really willing to step into this energy and create a different life. I mean, some of the stories already, I think we're on month 
three out of 12 right now. And on the last call, this guy who's a massage therapist and had no business and was making no money held up this huge stack of papers. And he's like, these are all my client files now. After oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so it's been really, really cool. Um, so you can actually check that out at beingindemand.weebly.com. Um, so that's the demand club. It's 12 months. And then, um, if you would just like a taste of being in demand, um, I do have three telecalls that are available for only $20 each, which the price of those is going up because I think those are worth at least a hundred to 150. They're amazing. Yeah, they were amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so if you would like to catch the $20 each with deal, um, you can find those at uh, juliasotis.com. So actually, and those are available at on the other site too, beingindemand.weebly.com. So um, yeah, so there's the club, there's the, um, the three classes, um, be, uh, being in demand, being in demand part two, and then as I was talking about before, advanced demanded. So, um, and, and I do encourage people to join the club. We'll, we'll leave, I'm going to be leaving the registration open for about another month. So people um, are able to join that way. Okay. And they can jump in even though it's already started, they right? There's prereqs. In. Yeah. Yeah. They have to, the, the prereqs are just the three $20 calls. The calls. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. It can Sounds like a pretty awesome deal. This is some, yeah, some it very is, life-changing stuff. I was looking at that, and I'm like, that <laughs> a little incorrect. I'll have to change that. But uh, for you yeah. guys, uh, the deal remains open. <laughs> okay, get it now while it's hot. <laughs> You're going to say, yeah. I knew her when. Yeah, no, it's it's great <laughs> stuff. It's so intense, and I think it's so up in everybody's world um, right now as we are demanding things of the people around us in our world, right? Just if you just look at what's going on in the world right now as well. Um, so thank you so much, Julia, for being um, on Messy Adventures in Living, talking about being demanded. I know this has changed a lot for me, at least, for sure. And I think I'm probably going to jump into your 12-month club soon. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. So um, how many minutes do we have? One minute. Okay. So um, thanks to all of you for listening to Messy Adventures in Living today. Um, we talked about the willingness to be demanded. Um, Messy Adventures in Living will be back next week. Uh, we're here every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week, we're going to be talking about problems and how we use them to push us to choose something greater. Not that I would know anything about that. So make sure you check in next week with us. Thank you for joining. Have fun Thanks demanding. For with us on Messy Adventures <laughs> Being demanding. Thanks so much. Katrina Fava will return Bye, Julia, next you. Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life. Mess and all.